0: You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. This is episode number 45 for your favorite podcast and mine for the Lug, six degrees of the Lug. Angelo, how are you this week?
1: I am uh, excellent this week, Brent. A little bit more awake because we're doing this earlier in the day. It's late morning right now as yes. we shoot this. It's so Springfield feeling, High. Yeah, and I'm feeling a little bit more awake now. This could be the first podcast of the year where we get interrupted with announcements. Yeah, yeah. Because there is activity going on. Um, but we, but shall see. we, you know, we. Uh,
0: uh, let's hope though that 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 will be like a, a walk down memory uh, lane there for us.
1: Yeah, I see you're out of all black this week, so you're feeling yeah. a little bit. The motion, morning uh, morning
0: veil is off. Emotionally, you're stronger. Um, that's good. You know, it's, I'm, I'm reducing the amount of warning uh, that I have. But uh, before we get started, you know, there's been a massive number of, uh, of uh, news items. You know, we've got impeachment inquiries going on, we've got NHL news. But I think some of the biggest news uh, came yesterday. Uh, John Mann died. Spirit of the West leads Oh, singer.
1: didn't that bum me out last night? Yeah. Eh?
0: I don't think there is um, one person in this pool. That hasn't uh, bebopped around in a bar to a home for a rest.
1: Yes, I know, and and I was actually Kelly and I were driving in this morning, and I said, I don't think there's a lot of people who would say my favorite band of all time is Spirit of the West. No, but everybody our age loved Spirit of the West. And oh yeah, when that song came on, and you were at the university pub or wherever you were, that's right, the party started. It's so. it,
0: it, that that is the that was the quintessential uh, party song, I think for. Uh, people of our era it probably still is to be honest with you because it is such i mean again such a great band uh he was an amazing performer uh it's it's sad sad news to start off the podcast it's
1: sad and and it's sad for people our age right like these things now are creeping in yeah not to sound too old but yeah anyways anyways uh, rest in in peace john Mann. um
0: on that note let's switch to some maybe bad news maybe good news who knows some other nhl news that's happening Uh, Babcock, was this a surprise for you with the firing of Babcock?
1: No, I think, you know, we've actually talked about it on this pool as well. We talked about it early on in the season that he was on borrowed time. Uh, I was surprised that they did it midway through the uh, road trip. I thought they would uh, wait till the end, but they figured the timing was now to to make the switch. Um, And again, you said it might be good news or bad news based on who you are as a Leaf fan. I know corresponding with some Leaf fans, uh, people are pretty happy that they finally got... To this guy in the, in the end you weren't hearing anything good about mike babcock as a coach but the, the team had tuned him out they didn't like him he refused to make any changes and he fell on his sword he he has i think what almost 19 million dollars left on his contract well when you're the leafs it doesn't matter right <laughs> 19 million is chump change so yeah and
0: the bet and i don't know if this was written in the stars here or if this was part of a larger process at all but like when i when i take a look at this you know um you just wonder, you, can, you, you you just start thinking about the stories, right? That, that, and the narratives, and, and that, that you're not exposed to here is, you know, was he ever Dubas' guy? No. Um, you know, and Dubas has brought in his guy. He brought in his guy from the Sioux. very much his guy, right? Right like from the suit. From the suit to right, the right.
1: AHL. Yeah, the writing the was through. on the wall that Sheldon Keefe was going to be the next coach yep. at some point of the Toronto Maple Leafs, because or they were going to lose him.
0: Well, he's but Keefe turned down a number of offers. He's had a number of NHL uh, job offers. He's turned those down. He's been loyal. So this was this was written in the stars in that sense. But for me, it was to be honest with you, it was a bit of a surprise because you have you have um, arguably one of the best coaches uh, currently in the game. Right. More successful coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, um, you know, uh, a bunch of players that, you know, uh, kind of I, I would say are similar in a sense to 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 the talents there uh, to to what he had in Detroit, maybe in 2008 when 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 he won. I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe it's, but he's just not being able to pull it together here. I think, to be honest with you, this wasn't a coaching. You can't fire the players. You, this, was, this was a, a decision that you, you have to fire the coach because these players are not responding to them. I, I'm not seeing or I'm not predicting at all a change in the Leafs anytime soon because these players are playing for themselves and not the team.
1: Well, the difference uh, between the, the Detroit team of the late 90s and today is that Mike Babcock is 20 years older. And he's not relating with these kids. And you and I teach these kids; they're yeah. they're a different breed. Um, the way they conduct yeah. their lives yeah, is totally right. different. Um, you know, and, and he's referenced having kids that are similar age to these NHL players now, but they don't. They need someone totally different now. And Sheldon Keith, I think, understands this generation a little bit better. But now it's on Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. Tavaris, they got paid the big bucks, so they've got yeah. to produce now. Um, there's rumors that Tyson Berry might be the next one to go because he hasn't fit in uh, quite well. I heard a really interesting...
0: Oh, I didn't hear that rumor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I heard... Um, um, I think it might have been Ray Ferraro who's seen uh, Berry play a lot. Yeah. And he said he's not being utilized properly. What Tyson Berry brings to the team, he's a high-risk offensive defenseman, yeah. and they put him as a second-pairing shutdown guy against the top lines. I guess last year Colorado would not utilize Berry against their opponent's top lines, knowing yeah. that he was a defensive liability. But that he could score a ton.
0: Yeah, but he jumps into the play all the time, right? He wants to be part of the uh, part of the action. And it, Barry, and, and it's true because Barry's role in Colorado was that. And I never thought put actually put that together in that sense. Yeah. So they're
1: saying he might just be the wrong fit. If they need a defensive player in in that position, then Tyson Barry's not your guy. But if you want to utilize him to increase your scoring, then he's got to be kind of repositioned a little bit. Sure. Uh, and his, his responsibilities need to change. But Babcock, one thing that he is is a stubborn man. And listening to him interviewed last week, he wasn't going to change anything. No. So, so they, I think he forced Toronto's hand to do it sooner rather than later. It's done now, and on they go.
0: Yeah, I th- and I think uh, you the uh, what you can read into all of this too is is obviously Shanahan and Douglas had had talks with him and he wasn't responding. So, time to make time to make the change, and they did. And uh, we'll see how this works out.
1: Yeah, and but what's crazy in all of this is that the Leafs actually aren't. The worst performing. This
0: is interesting. Stanley
1: Cup contender. Like right. it's been a disaster for a lot of teams. So I'm going to throw out some team names well, let's, right before now. Before
0: that, say that. let's actually, let's flash back here. So before you start throwing out, flash back to uh, October third, okay? October third, October fourth, start of the season, and in your heads now, think about the the teams that you would put or list as Stanley Cup contenders. Now you go ahead and throw out those names.
1: Yeah. So let's let's start in the West. Um, San Jose is in 13th place right now insane. in the West. So their their record is actually, they're below the Ottawa Senators now in the NHL standings, mm. and Ottawa has their first round pick. So they've played better, but they're sitting in 13th right now out of the playoffs. And
0: there's not one person in our pool that would have projected that. You,
1: you would pick them as certainly a yeah. uh, playoff team yeah, absolutely. and a contender, Guaranteed. someone who could win some rounds, right? Yeah. Uh, well, the team just above them. Nashville at 12th. This is insane. Again
0: you have you have um, San Jose, Nashville basically at the bottom. Uh, it's like the standings have been flipped. Arizona's at the top. And Arizona's at the top. Edmonton's at the top. Like this is this stuff this is stuff on the beginning of the season. Um, flip back to your pool mags. Open up your, we should actually do this as another open up your pool mags and seeing as as you're listening right now and seeing how how those projections are matching the reality that's in the league right now.
1: Here we go. Oh, here we first, go. First announcement of the year.
0: Cassandra Bird. There we go. All right, whatever. The Cassandra the Bird. other one. The other one that we. She
1: makes announcements like um, <laughs> was it Monsters Inc. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah. what it sounded that, like. Let's
1: that, hear that. There you go. She'll never listen to this podcast. I don't think. So, yeah, so it doesn't matter. Hopefully never gets back to her. Uh,
0: ninth in the West. So we're just going to finish up. The, is Calgary? We're finishing up
1: the West here. This is insane. Yeah, this so Calgary is Calgary's barely a five hundred team right now. Those are the three. I would say them and the Vegas Golden Knights were the four I would say sure. favorites to win the West. Yep, uh, and, and and you have um, none of them in
0: that in that. In like, well, as you three said, of them are
1: outside of a playoff position right now.
0: And you have Arizona dominating. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So let's flip. Let's flip to the East.
1: So okay. I just want to go back to one thing. You said sure. um, as people are listening to this, they should open up their their fantasy magazines. Do you keep yours in your glove box like I do?
0: Oh, it's actually under um, my uh, mattress. Uh, uh, on, on the side that I sleep on. I have a sli- yeah, slightly
1: yeah, larger um, kind of man purse that I carry, and I just yeah, carry yeah, yeah, three magazines with me everywhere. Yeah, One of those drawstring bags. Ooh, nice. Okay, let's go uh, to the east really quick. Yeah, let's the wrap east it is up. crazy so, here. So, so we got um, Calgary, Nashville, San Jose in the west, currently yeah. outside of a playoff spot. Vegas not doing much better. In the east, the top two teams were supposed to be Tampa Bay. And
0: the Leafs. And the Toronto Maple Leafs. So you have, respectively, Tampa Bay in 12th and the Leafs in 10th. And this is the shocker. Put it let's actually put this in so so you have two bottom feeders that are like powerhouses in scoring. Without a doubt, the offense, the names that are on their team, the acquisitions that they went in after um, in, in, in the off season. That put it all into context.
1: Well, so they are the bread in the sandwich. Yeah. Tampa Bay is the bottom slice, Toronto's the top slice, and the meat of the sandwich is the Ottawa Senators Can you believe in this? between the two of them. This is insane. So you've got a team who was supposed to be 31st in the league by a mile, yeah. currently ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning, just behind the Toronto Maple Leafs. And this is so Ottawa Senators. In a year where they should be tanking for Alex Lafreniere, they are going to finish in 18th place in the NHL yep. and not get anything good in the draft. But, it, but but now you're ch- like it's hard. Like they won last night. I was like, ah, yeah, awesome. They won in overtime. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, yeah, they won.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> but this is this is the thing though too though. Like like let's put it into context. Is like Ottawa at the very beginning. Look at the fantasy makes back in October third. Ottawa was to be dead last. Everybody was panning them as an organization. All the narratives surrounded Tampa Bay and the in the least in the East, and no one was talking about the Senators. Uh, and here you have it.
1: There we go. So, there we go.
0: So that is the basic news here with pre-se- uh, preseason favorite struggling, and then our uh, Babcock piece. It's like a,
1: that was like an NHL winners and losers segment.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. I think there's more on the losers side right now that people want to talk about than anything that's happening in, on the winning side.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe in a next episode is we should take some of those surprising yeah. winning teams Ooh, right now good call. and look at maybe some fantasy players people aren't thinking of. Yeah, they should. Uh, yeah, yeah, there uh, we uh, go. There we go. Raise like their that. Uh, next. Episode 46.
0: Yeah, there we go. Episode 46. So let's move on to winners and losers. Uh, we got some new names happening here a little bit, don't we?
1: Well, we got some familiar names and we got some new names. Yeah. Uh, you want to start with winners? Oh,
0: absolutely. I'm, I'm really love- happy
1: about this one. I'm actually the number one guy this week because I've been rooting for him for a few years and he's had nothing but bad luck. Nothing but and pain and misery. That's Rob Gazoltock goes plus 6.5 yeah, and that's currently amazing. sits in a money position in number yeah, three. Yeah, good for him.
0: He's at with 93 points. He's jump of six and a half from last week. He was in fifth last week at 86. Six and a half uh, So you know Here he is He's doing everything right He's on the upward incline He's in a
1: money position And you know what He's hunting you down He's doing one thing wrong right now Or not one thing wrong Was not what?
0: accepting your bad offers Or what Listen
1: <laughs> You How can you trash talk me right now Like we haven't even gone To the loser's side yet And <laughs> I don't want to preview The loser's side But Now you know what Get your digs in now You got about 35 seconds Yeah that's right that. That's right Well if you look at Zoltok's team Yeah. What's terrifying mm-hmm. is he has good goalies, but he's getting ones in the goalie categories right now. Yeah, like he's got almost no so, stuff So this is the thing. You know, so as soon as he does, yeah, or if watch he makes a,
0: if he makes a small adjustment like a trade or something like that, like if he's going to trade for Hutton or if he's going to trade for Crawford or Leonard or any make it, make any of these real big moves, Crawford he would he could be a good
1: move. Chicago, he, he
0: can he can actually jump out of those ones. I'm
1: just saying, I'm throwing it out there. If he did something like that. So when I'm looking at yeah. um, teams that, yeah. are, that are going to take over first place, sure. Uh, he now becomes my my biggest threat, I believe.
0: I, I think so. Realistically, like and that's a fairly significant jump, right? Now
1: now the second winner it's of the big the week, jump biggest jump of the week. What, what's crazy is all three winners are top three in the pool. Yeah, that's amazing. So our number two is PMF. And the difference so he goes up plus five point five. The difference between PMF and and Robka though, yeah, is I think PMF is performing at the level he should be performing at. So Marshall's team is got, what, 104 points right now? Yeah. I say with the talent that he has, he's a 100 to 110-point team. Yeah. So he, he's firing on all cylinders, and yeah. I think he's doing really well. Robka's team at uh, 93 points, I think, is underperforming, and once his goalies get going... He is going to be scary good.
0: I think so, too. and and, and uh, But it's also nice to see PMF up there. I, li- I love it. Me I too. mean, it's fantastic.
1: Is it nice to see our third winner of the week? You no, go ahead. it is not. It Who's
0: is, is four and a four-and-a-half-point jump. I mean, this is great news for you at 121. I mean, uh, you know, here you were at 116-and-a-half, uh, at, uh, a, a jump of seven last week. That was crazy. But you're still climbing at 121. I'm just wondering, you know, when that injury bug is going to hit. I think it already has. I think you're getting worried about it. I think we're going to see some sort of an impulsive panic trade happening uh, that is going to catapult you to 12. That's my prediction. Partial next week, next week you're going to be in 12. Prediction. <laughs> you're going to lose 400. You're going to lose 45 points. Partial truth. So um, <laughs> no, you're going to
1: have to lose more than 45 points. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy. I don't even I, I think you know how the when you use the Apple or the calculator on your phone? Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't have enough numbers. I think that's the difference between you, you and You gotta Apple. use the coast I'll button or the tan button. Uh, good point. There you go. I um I think my team is peaking right now at one twenty. I don't see me going much higher than that. Uh, can you go much higher? I'm not panicking because when you're a winner. And you constantly win. You don't panic. You just see this as a little bit of a road bump. See, and you I have, do, a, you I know do have those, injuries. I have a lot of O's and I.R.s. Mean, this is, this is the
0: thing. There are some road bumps in your way. You have put it into cruise control. I'm telling you right now. And you're tuned out. You've got the radio on. You probably got you know you got some Spirit of the West going on. You got it singing in your head. And you're gonna about you're about to hit those road uh, those potholes and those speed bumps hard. And you're gonna blow a tire. There's my analogy. Okay, so I Metaphor, blow, I blow whatever. a tire
1: and I only win by three points this year instead of <laughs> 65 points. No you biggie. know who's going to sl- – Robka's going to fly by you. There you go. There well, you go. You know what? Good for Robka when he does it because I'm a fan of his. Yeah. Uh, but let's go now I'm to – I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah, let's go to losers and maybe a team or two that I'm not a fan of. Would you like to start at the top or at the bottom? You choose.
0: Let's start at the bottom. Let's start, start, start with the uh, third biggest loser.
1: Not surprising. Uncle Martian goes down three points. What's going on? Um, well, he's down to seventy-nine points, and it's simple. Sidney Crosby's hurt. Like he's, this is the
0: second week in the decline.
1: Well, he's going to be declining now. He, he, how do you replace Sidney? Sidney Crosby. Like, well, you
0: could put me on the ice, but it's not going to happen. That's true.
1: That's true. So I, I put just, me in, Coach. I see Uncle Martian falling a bit yeah. more until he gets some health. Uh, his team isn't like the the sixteen starters or whatever, thirteen starters that we have as a team, not strong enough for him to really make a push without. Crosby and Kane fully healthy.
0: I think I asked you this last week. Um, if you're Gump, are you doing a are you doing a trade?
1: I would. I would trade Sidney Crosby right yeah. now. Why
0: not? He's got value.
1: Yeah, trade yeah. him to someone who can who has uh, a healthy roster. Can would you do him something on the
0: like? IR? I've got a fairly healthy roster like Hutton Carter Hutton Crawford or something like that. Uh, I don't know, I'm just saying. The,
1: the Hutton Crawford <laughs> theme seems to be coming up. Here we go. Is it because you're the second biggest loser it for the is. week so for the second week in a row yeah, this or is sad. more? I don't know. You've been um, you go minus 3.5 for a moment yesterday. I'm sorry I texted you at 6:01 a.m. yesterday to point out you were in 12th. I was sad. Full, full disclosure, I apologize. It's yeah, not a good a, way to wake up.
0: No, it's not a good way to wake up. But you know what? The plus side is um, it's less of a drop than I happened last week.
1: Yeah, and you've made a huge <laughs> jump now. Uh, you're one point ahead of uh, Blair Yeah, at, uh, 59 points in 11th place, not too far away from your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, w- minus w- three points. Not
0: looking at the stats, here's a question for you. Not looking at, at, at the standings right now. Uh who is the worst uh, uh, fantasy manager uh, be, uh, right now in the league? Is it Blair or, or me? You. Really?
1: Yep. Calling me out? I'm not calling you out. I'm just answering your question. Really? You think I'm worse than Blair? Why? Yeah. Well, I I just do. There's many reasons. Yeah, I guess. You know, I guess dropping Thomas Grice is one reason. Yeah, that was a goodie. Uh, you haven't made a move to address uh, the Marner in- injury or the I injury. No, I have not. I've, I've
0: put out the feelers. On, I have
1: put out the feelers. You held on to... N- uh, Nico Heischer Yeah I did do that uh, Until last week When I told you On the podcast He ranked 109 Yeah I think you still have um, I have some Do time. you have Ristalinen Still on your roster Yeah Doesn't he rank 100 He might Do you want more reasons Or is this good enough
0: <coughs> Go to Blair's reasons On why he's better
1: Blair's just had bad luck Oh Yeah Blair's had bad luck He's had more. I get- the The problem and, and you know this And I know this I put a hex on Blair Yeah And it's the Bergeron stone hex Yeah and so he's trying, but he's stuck in a bubble right now, and he can't break through that bubble because I've placed that hex on him. Until he trades me Bergeron, yeah. 12th is where he's going to be. But I think Blair's Maybe actually— for the
0: rest of his life. So for me, I think Blair is, is, is worse than me um, because he's been in dead last every single week except for week one where she was in first. So he's had actually more of an epic fall than I have. I'm just saying. I'm, thaw- did, I'm, thaw- I'm, thaw- I'm, say, I'm putting it in perspective for the listeners, trying to put it in perspective here a little bit. That's why he is worse than me.
1: I will point out that week one was actually only one day Yee. old ba, 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 when we did that. But he did declare himself the yeah. champion after one day. So yeah, it's amazing. I will give you that. Brent. Yeah, he
0: threw that out. I never did that.
1: But, um, yeah, you... Um, you know what? You're just being you. That's all. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. And, and you You know what? You're, it's not easy being me. This... You're presenting... What did the millennials like to say? The, the best... I'm living my best life. Yeah. I think you're living your best life right now. So just enjoy the ride. All right. Um, hey, we had a big – so all of these numbers are pretty small. Like yeah, and then Amazon you have a big Gibby. drop, Gibby. Gibby drops 12, and I don't know why. So this
0: is – yeah, Gibby is sitting at 80 points right now. Uh, and here you have of, – of last last week, he was in third. He's now in eighth. He uh, had a 92 points last uh, week with an increase of 3.5. He has a 12-point drop sitting at 80 points. He's clearly out of the money now. Is it panic time for our friend Aiden?
1: No, because I think we're seeing people jump in between that uh, that middle group quite a bit. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit too low for his comfort. But I mean,
0: he's eight points. You know, what I mean, he's eight eight or so points out of out of out of fifth and stuff like that. Well, like, four, he's got fourteen some, points are yeah, separating yeah, third
1: to eighth place. That's like a, a couple of good nights there. Yeah, that middle group is we're, we're seeing So, let's see, I mean, right so let's
0: see. let's see. let uh, if he can if he can rebound. I know if I had his team. Um, oh, here we go. I would be able to rebound pretty quickly. I'm just yes. throwing it out there because yep. I, you know, despite being with my current my current struggles, and these this is, these are the things that are outside of my, my 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 control. I have people that
1: are injured. I can't control that. My greatest joy in yeah. this pool yeah. in doing this podcast yeah. is when you start a sentence with "If I had yeah. his team, yeah, well, or yeah, yeah, if yeah, yeah. I was in his shoes," yeah. and then you offer some advice. Yeah, but then you don't take that advice for because you're in your own shoes. Yeah. And those shoes are in like six inches of mud right now. Yeah,
0: that's a little bit more. It's concrete.
1: <laughs> it's, and it's drying fast. And yet, you, you know what? It's actually a service. You take the time to offer advice to others. I care. Yeah.
0: I care. That's, you know, maybe that's what my problem is. I'm too much of a caring individual.
1: Instead of being a fantasy hockey manager, have yeah. you considered being like a fantasy hockey coach? Like a Dr. Phil. Yeah. I could be the Dr. Phil of the pool. So don't do the pool anymore. You get like a viewing access of the pool, oh. and then you and call could, people and call say, people. "Hey, hey Aiden, you know Aiden. what I mean?"
0: If I, you know, I know she dropped. If I were Jeez. you, this is what you should consider. Counsel. Doing. I could offer counseling, consulting. I could be a
1: pool fantasy consultant. Yep, in For Sweden,
0: in, sw- in Sweden, in Sweden. We got to give a shout out to our Swedish listeners.
1: Yep. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Um, yeah. Everyone in Hong Kong, I'm sure you got yep. no problem accessing well. media right now. No, I'm no problem uh, from your from your uh, polytechnical institute. Yep. Nothing's happening there. Nope, so things are fine. Yeah, Wi-Fi um, is strong. Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi is very strong. Yeah. OK, let's uh, let's go on to our main topic. We're going to talk about how we're all connected here.
0: Yeah, this is the 60 uh, degrees of the Lug. This is something I think everybody's been waiting for. And uh, here we go. so cold vacations will soon be my death I'm so sick from the And we're back for the topic du jour, the six degrees of the Lug. This is episode
1: 45. 45. We've done 45 of these things. Can you believe it? Over 45 hours of complete wasted time. Yeah. But I enjoy it. It's amazing. It is. And, and, I don't know and if anyone else enjoys it. I know I, Nick Nick. Nick needs does his, his podcast fix. He asks. Well, same as
0: Warm. Robbie and, does. And Mike Hughes. And Mike Hughes. So which I didn't actually. Advice. I was going to ask you about Mike uh, in the last segment there. But I mean... I look at Mike's team, and and, and and I could offer some really good advice on that. He's he's in free fall as well, but hey, what do I know?
1: So we're all um we're all connected in this bizarro sort of web. fantasy web, hockey web, web, web of
0: fantasy relations.
1: But how does it all work? So let's break down where the connections are here there's some obvious connections some yep. not obvious connections some people yeah. we know some people we met some people we have no clue who they are no what they look like yeah we're a, a family of 12 that gets to this every I've year met, yeah. i
0: i have I, I and we'll get to it but i have met Doug. i met Doug. yeah yeah okay
1: yeah. that's right where was that
0: uh that was with with when we went did our, did did our our live uh, oh, live oh hold that thought yeah.
1: we're going to get into that okay <laughs> remember that yeah yeah that's awesome okay so let's, Here we go So I've broken this down uh, into the 12 current managers, Uh, the founding fathers. They've been around since the start. And then we're going to look at um, the early adopters, people who came on pretty early on in in the Yahoo years. We're going to look at the expansion years. And then uh, the newbies, the ones who have have been here just for a few years now. So um, with these founding fathers, was there some sort of parchment you all signed? Like I just didn't, didn't. I wasn't
0: around. Was it like a parchment that you signed and, 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 and put your uh, John Hancocks on there?
1: Absolutely. Yep. And that's uh, that's locked up at home in, in the vault Yep. with my will. I've got my will and then the, the papers for the founding of the, the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Wow. So here's how it happened. So 2002, I make a career change. Um, yeah. So I, I'd been living with uh, my, my buddy Gump. I took a year off, went to Australia, came back, decided to go to teacher's college. Hated teacher's college absolutely hated it. That's so I ne- shocking. I needed something. I didn't know anyone when I went there, so I needed some level of connection with my buddies. So I said, let's do a Yahoo hockey pool. Um, so I set it up along with uh, Doug, Robka, Gump, Robka's brother, uh, Nathaldo was in it, um, our childhood buddy, Chad Donnelly, who moved out to BC in grade two but came back and was living in Beaverton. He joined uh, wow. one of Doug's buddies, Graham Steele, who I never met, but he was the Hiroshima Toyo Carps. Oh, yeah. He joined. We, uh, and we put this pool together, and back then it was—you um, you wake up one morning and your roster's set, and that's who your roster was, and you didn't do a whole lot more for the rest of the year. But we had enough fun that we—no podcast, going. no podcast, none of that stuff. So, but I still was obsessive. Every day, I'd go to Alt House at Western to the computer lab by myself and check to see how the pool was going. So that was—that um, hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. So uh, that's how the pool started. And uh, let's go through maybe the connections that some of us. In the early years, had together, and we'll start with uh, with, 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 with Bowlby. Bowlby. I mean, you've known this guy so, for a way, long time. The founders have been in for eighteen years. This is crazy. Eighteen so this years. This is the eighteenth season of this pool. It's, yes, it's, it's
0: remarkable. And but you, you have again, like as you said, you, you've known Robka um, and and uh, uh, Gump and 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 Bowlby for for a long time here, haven't you?
1: Yeah. Okay. So Doug, Doug's a childhood friend. Um, we went to high school together. He went to a different elementary school. I thought everyone went to the same school in Campbell. Yeah. That's not true. Wow. Yeah, he lived just outside of town so uh, he but we played hockey minor hockey together all along um, played hockey with Gump and with Robka as well and with Mike Hughes um, so Doug has that Kempville connection but Doug was really important in bringing people from outside of the pool starting with Graham Steele yes um, who I think works for the CBC now and I would love to have him back one day but he's I think he left. He left during the Yahoo years at some point. Well,
0: the problem is if we open it back uh, up for uh, uh, for uh, CBC employees to to uh, join open, opening, uh, the poll, we're open. We're opening something. We got that written in the, the, in the constitution that, now. for CBC employees. So we'll Doug, get to that later. Yeah.
1: So Doug also brought in um, Blair, yeah, uh, who's been with us for a lot of years. We'll talk about in a sec. And he was also responsible for bringing in. Totes McGoats. Yeah. Totes. Yeah, Mike Sullivan. And I believe the we, connection yeah. that, that yeah. Totes had yeah. was he's a Kingston guy, and I think he played on Doug's beer league hockey team. Really? So we had Totes for quite a I while. Miss, I miss Totes. Me too. Uh, he was a great manager. He was great. If somebody drops out, he would be my first. Yeah. I, I would go back and or see Or if we him kick him. somebody out. If we kick someone out, which, which has happened. Yep. So Doug's connection. One one. Doug has the Kempville connection, but also has the connection to... Uh, Blair, so that's yep. how we got Blair in, and then a few other managers who have come and gone.
0: Now, you, you, you. Let's move on to 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 Robka here. Uh, you had you you've had you. I guess you, again a long relationship with him, but you had summer
1: jobs with him as well, didn't you? So, Robin's actually a year younger, which makes a huge difference <laughs> when you're in high school. It's huge. N- n- now, with social media, maybe not as much. But he was a year younger than, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Doug Gump and Mike Hughes. But we. Um, our one connection is we played soccer together. Yeah. But the bigger connection yeah. is that Doug, Robin, and I worked for floral design landscaping. Yeah. So we spent our summers together. Mm-hmm. Doug was the first one out. He got out and worked at summer camps, which actually had a big impact on this pool because that's how we got Blair. Yep. We'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. Doug's a, Doug. Doug is, is 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 the thread that's running through this entire pool. That's right. That's what I, I thought it was you initially. But what this is what this is telling me here is that Doug is Doug is, is actually the thread. The interesting piece here. Um, so Doug. Doug. So getting back to your story here. Doug escaped. Um, uh, floral, floral design, design landscaping. landscaping. Yep. Um, he went on. He went on to summer camp, and it was uh, you and, and Robka
1: left. At Florida Design Landscaping. Yeah. And that's then right. our buddy Kuhar, we got a job for our, my buddy Kuhar, and yeah. we would just kind of bring people in. It was it was sort of fun. Now, Robka's brother, Nathaldo, yeah. uh, was one of the founding fathers. He left after a few years, so he's a handsome guy. We used to call him the golden boy. Really? Yeah, that's how good looking he was.
0: Long, flowing, no, uh, blonde hair. He, he blondish hair. Like Fabio, kind of?
1: Yeah, but he was a really good soccer player, too. Robin was a killer soccer player. Really? And um, yeah, he used to do throw-ins. He used to do flips when he would throw in. Wow. Yeah, pretty, pretty I would like magical. to see him do that now. I think he's still a kid. So, Nathaldo, was, uh, was, they were the first and only uh, uh, brother combo in yeah. our pool. When Nathaldo's moved on. Robka remains. Uh, and then let's go to our last founding father that's still here, and that's Gump. So, Gump is uh, my closest friend from high school. He was my best man when I got married. We traveled New Zealand together, um, played hockey, soccer together. We were roommates in the 90s. Uh, inseparable. Many, many nights at the Heart and Crown in yep, Ottawa. In Ottawa, yeah. And, um, You've done some road trips with him as well? Too many road trips. Uh, I can't tell any of the stories here because... uh, Children listen. Children listen. Uh, But lots and lots of fun with him, and um, he also has the Kempville connection. Yeah. And I don't think he's brought anyone into the pool, but he's been one of our founding fathers. And... um, you know, one day we all need to get together and yeah. have a few drinks and just kick back and enjoy the show. Well, we'll that get, is, we'll get is Jeff Fernie. <laughs> we'll get back. To,
0: we'll get to that idea because that's been proposed a number of times. But we'll return to that here. So once, once uh, uh, you know, we've had the founding fathers here, we're going to move on actually a little bit to the earlier adopters.
1: Um, and these are people that have been around for 14 years. So, you know, still a fair amount of time. So Blair came in. Yeah, Blair. Uh, he came in 2004, 2005. So he's been with us for 14 yeah. years because he took one year off. Um, So he's a buddy of Doug's from summer camp. So when Doug left, our Six Degrees of Separation, when Doug left Floral Design and started working at summer camps, I don't really know what kind of summer camps they did. I have no idea. Anyways, he would just say, I'm going to summer camp. Craft camps. Horseback (laughs)
0: riding camps.
1: Uh, Shenanigan camps. Because Doug would come back and he would tell me some shenanigans that were going on at camp. Um, But again, that's in the vault. Um, So, but he brought his buddy, Blair. So Blair comes into the pool. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but you mentioned it earlier in the podcast. So both of us have met Blair. And can you tell us where and when we met Blair? So years, how
0: many years ago? This may be like almost four or five years ago now, right?
1: What, when we did this? Yeah. No, this is uh, over 10 years ago. We were still in the Yahoo pool.
0: Oh, we were. Yeah. So we did, we did um, a trade deadline light of event. Where we we uh, live streamed uh, live streamed uh, remember that
1: no 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 did you come to Kingston to Doug's house did you come I oh. don't know. okay I don't think so I did. sorry we're talking about two different things no yeah no no we did an actual in person trade <laughs> deadline at Doug Bowlby's place where like guys came from Ottawa well we came from no Dubai. I wasn't Blair there Blair came down from Toronto we all no. met at Doug's house I might have been supposed to be that he was yeah. living on Ontario Street in downtown Kingston okay. His wonderful wife, we didn't even know she was there. She didn't want to have anything to do with it. So she just grabbed a really? pizza and went to the basement, I think. Shocking. Well, <laughs> we did. when so we actually did face-to-face trades. Wow. And then I inputted them into the computer to make sure they make went through. Make sure they went through. Yeah. And that's the only time that I've met Blair. So I actually had, I've met Blair once. I Well,
0: didn't he attend the live event thing that we did? No, like, he didn't. No, no,
1: no. No, no. no so Bulby you're talking did. Yes, Bolby absolutely okay. did. Okay. Okay. So that's Blair's connection is through Doug. And then he comes into the pool, and then yeah. your connection comes through this school so, and me.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. So, so I, started, I, uh, I started at Springfield High here as a, as a, a spec ed teacher uh, many, many moons ago. And, and I commuted with two former managers uh, that people might remember, uh, Gordo and Stanley. Stanley Cups. Stanley Cups. And both were in, uh, in the pool at the time, and, I, and they would talk about it on the way back and forth from Kingston because I commuted from Kingston to Springfield. So here, uh, here, here I am. I'm wanting to end on this because it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, and I had to wait my it's, – it's, it, it was like pick up hoppy, hockey. It was like after, after school hockey. It was a Friday hockey for me. I had to wait my time, do my time here, and, and get the call up uh, to, uh, to, uh, to join the fun. And you know what? 14 years later – Best decision ever.
1: Best, And you know, um, do you remember, I haven't given you much career advice, but I did give you one piece yeah. of advice in your first year of teaching. Yeah. Because you were teaching this um, high needs class. Yes, I was. Right? Yeah. And you were running out of things to do with them. This is, and honestly, I, I, this, this is- This is the 100% the truth. This is the truth. It, it's so, so so you and I were getting to know each other. This is the first year, right? Yep. Like we're a semester in, so yep. we, we're having lunch with all the guys and we're having fun. Well, what was the advice that I gave you
0: and I didn't know at the time if you were being serious or flippant because uh, you really didn't know anything about what I what I was doing but you said this so I went through I went through the first year and, and uh, you said well I don't think they're going to remember what you did just photocopy it on different color paper yeah. and I'm just like really he goes and then you said like well ah, sure so I did and so one student said to me I think have we done something like this before I said was it on blue paper well no there no you go. questions asked. did no the exercise. Asked.
1: Yep. And that takes you through, I mean, with all the different colored papers, you could get through six, seven years.
0: There's a lot of color of paper out there. I, uh, you know, you, you, you have, uh, you know, a salmon, canary mm. yellow.
1: With me going pink. all electronic now, this has really hindered uh, my ability to do these types of things. <laughs> this type of thinking. So, so anyways,
0: like, yeah, so uh, 14 years later, I'm in the pool. And then you brought in. I brought in, I brought in Warm and
1: Nick. That's right. So Nick was kind of a mutual thing, but Warham, who we'll talk about shortly, yeah. was uh, yeah, brought, brought in
0: and 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 both great additions to the pool.
1: Okay, so let's go to our expansion year, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. This is ma- decide, this is
0: massive. We w- blow the thing right we up. We decided
1: to go to twelve teams, and uh, why don't we talk about the person that you brought in? So I brought in uh,
0: uh, Robbie Warham. And what so was the your connection to Rob? So so um, Robbie Robbie uh, uh, has been a friend for for a long time. He uh, uh, not only looked after my kids uh, um, as well, but but he is 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 married to one of our colleagues. That's right, Paul. right. And good and, and good colleague, good friend. And Rob Rob has also done uh, work at our house and, and a whole host of different things. He's he's a and he's possibly one of the smartest people I've ever uh, I've ever met.
1: You know what I've and talked to him as well, and he he's got is, a level of intellect. He, he does.
0: He, he is, he is, he is, he's an incredibly smart man, and the best part of this whole story of getting him in. He said, "I don't know." and I remember having this conversation. When I said, "Rob, you got to join the pool. We, you know, join the pool." Oh, I don't know nothing about hockey. Excellent, join the pool, right? And I said, "You log in and then look at him go." Because he he's the only, probably the only manager we have in this pool that really doesn't watch hockey. What he does is he, he's a numbers guy and he sees analytics and he loves this kind
1: of stuff. Do you know? I think he actually finished really high in a massive. Pool last year for some podcast I don't think it's spit and Chicklets but it's one of the big yeah. hockey podcasts and he was scheduled to be on their podcast oh, because no he had way. done so well yeah.
0: he's he's, he's he looks at again. He's a numbers guy. He's just—he's a very, very uh, smart man. Uh, unlike the other guy that we brought in, Nick. Um, well, we'll but we'll talk about, we'll it talk about it? in a minute. But uh, Robbie has been a phenomenal. This is his eleventh season. Can you believe it? Yeah, I, and and then the a,
1: other expansion franchise that year was this. Aiden. Was,
0: this and this and again, I love the fact that these two managers came in at the same time because. Of the fireworks that has happened between them, well, in it's 2011, been, it's,
1: it's phenomenal. In 2011, they both tied for first place. That's right. Uh, and then there was the big controversy that we talked about last year yep. of whether Rob should be first place because he played more games That's than he right. should have because yep. he found a clause in the. Then,
0: so that was that was one that was one uh, conflict between them. Then we have the sitting of the goalies conflict. Then we have you know it's just <clears> it's just been many. it's just been so many conflicts between these two managers who have been phenomenal additions to this pool, um, and they're both major threats. So, and when we look at big years coming in here, 2009, 2010, what a year.
1: Yes, and Aiden. So, Aiden is another Kempville connection, but he's a few years younger than uh, the old guys here. So, when we were in grade uh, OAC, I think he was, he's two years younger than us, I believe. Um, But, and Robka is really good friends with Aiden's brother, Leif. Okay. And Aiden's dad was a shop teacher at our school. Yeah. But the connection... The real strong connection is Robka played bass in a band where Aiden was the lead guitarist. Oh, nice. Yeah, that band was called Free Phonic. Ooh. They put out a CD really? called Dual Exhaust. Nice. Huge seller in Kempville. I bet. So uh, Aiden's connection comes through Robka. So Robka reached yep. out. I don't think Leaf wanted to join or something, yep. So, um, but he'd thrown out uh, the invitation to both Helmer boys. Yep. Um, so Aiden came in. Um, he's been a huge addition, eleven seasons as well.
0: And he ended. Up, I think the only the only thing against Aiden that I would ever say because I know, you know what you're going to say. And I I, agree. Love, I love him dearly, and I've never said a bad thing about the man. Um, is is uh, Rusty Trombone? So he, he brought in Doug. He Hempstead. brought in Hempstead.
1: But that again, that, again, that's an important historical moment. Even though yeah. there were some dark seasons with uh, with Mr. Hempstead. Some who does a great job on CBC. Phenomenal during the traffic. job. Yeah. Um. So. The reason for our CBC clause, yeah, and I think it's the reason why Blair actually took a season off. He couldn't take, <laughs> he couldn't take Hempstead anymore. <laughs> no. Okay, so um, Aiden, yeah. that's Aiden, that's Aiden, that's Rob, and that's now let's go into uh, we'll call them the replacements. These are these are managers who came in when people dropped out.
0: Yeah, so Marshall was our first guy. Marshall's the first guy. He came in uh, when uh, when uh, Hempstead exited, right? And no,
1: actually, he would. They had one season together. Oh, did they? Yes. They did, because the way he got in... he got in
0: via Hempstead.
1: Because Hempstead had a blog about our hockey pool. That's right. And he had people following our weekly updates on Hempstead's blog. And one of the people who read the blog is a former colleague of his, Jason Marshall. That's right. So uh, they were corresponding, and through Hempstead and his blog, Marshall came in to replace, I think, Weller. Do, Do Marshall and Aiden know each other? I don't know. I don't See, I'm not what sure what I'm qualified because
0: of, they're like being newsies, right? Like I'd like to know that. So
1: I, I think Marshall maybe through the Ottawa Sun or post media yeah. maybe they they rubbed elbows, but I'm maybe. not sure, but I actually think that Marshall may have no connection to anyone else. Hemp said was his connection. Yeah. And now he's on his own little Ottawa Valley Island on his own.
0: Well, he's connected here with us he with is. The, the 11 uh, uh, other managers here. So that, well that's interesting and he he's been again, well, having a great season.
1: Yes. Okay, now let's finish off our Ottawa Sun connection. Who was the trifecta? So we had Aiden, we had Doug, and then we had an opening. And who came in?
0: Well, it's Tony. It's Hennessy, and and he was the uh, the uh, the cherry on top of the Post Media uh, Sunday. So
1: he came in uh, 2014, 2015. This is lovely his man, sixth season in the never pool. Never met him. He had a glorious victory two years ago. I have never met him either. Although we both spoke to him on the podcast a few years ago. He has a beautiful voice. I thought Aiden had a beautiful voice. He has a post media voice. That's what he does. Yeah, absolutely. Post media. It's too bad that uh, no one works for post media anymore. I know. He had the perfect voice.
0: Maybe maybe he has a tour star voice. Mm,
1: I (laughs) don't. I don't know. I don't think that is happening either. They're slashing too. Oh my man, to be a journalist now. It's eh? tough. Okay, so uh, it was either Helmer or Hempstead or both that said you should bring Tony into the pool. Colleague of theirs. Tony comes in. Uh, did he have the interview? We did a we well, did, did a kind short, of an interview. Yeah, it was a three hour uh, interview. Yeah, and he had to do a questionnaire beforehand and, on Google Forms. Yeah,
0: and blood and stool samples, right?
1: And then he got John test. He passed. Uh, I think he passed with a fifty two percent. Yeah, which is uh, about fifty. You're in. I, well, it's great. You you passed with it. Well, no, you got a twenty six percent, but I faked because yeah, I really I, needed someone. I, I, I needed did pool a third, recovery,
0: like a credit recovery. I
1: needed the <laughs> the thirty five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Now Tony. So Tony comes in. Through Helmer, who yeah. comes in through Robica, yep. who comes in yeah, yeah, yeah. through uh, me founding There was a pool. lot of throughs
0: in those sentences. Well, uh, four sentence degrees of separation, sentence. right? <laughs> We're almost up to
1: six. But I think Tony – now, Tony is a good piano player. Really? I, I didn't know that. Well, how would you? You don't know him. <laughs> but I believe he is in a band or was in a band with – Hempstead and or Helmer.
0: Okay, because so, I knew Hempstead played as well. Because part of part of Hempstead's reason for leaving is we, he wanted to also focus on his music.
1: Oh, yeah, to spend more time with his family. Come on, that's I, like it, a politician. I don't. No, he was forced out. <laughs> he was banned. <laughs> okay, so there's Hennessy. I was wondering, like again, the post it, media connection. Which, yep. which of our managers looks like Chandler Bing? I think it's Blair. Okay, Blair to me looks like Chandler so, Bang so, from Friends.
0: And in that sense, then then Tony is Ross. And remember when Ro in that episode where Ross focuses on his music and the keyboards. That's that's who Tony is.
1: So it's funny you just said that because in my head when I thought what Tony looks like, I thought he I think he looks like Bob Ross with shorter hair.
0: Oh, it's another Ross. I'm saying he looks like Ross from Friends Weird. because of piano in the the whole like keyboard episode kind of thing.
1: There you go. Okay, so Nick Nick's done something with his name. Yeah. So is it never trust a hoe? I think so. Oh, Nick. Oh, Nick. Cheeky, cheeky Nick.
0: So Nick came in. This is so we know Nick from our time here at Springfield, and and uh, Nick is, uh, I guess you know, Nick was quiet to begin with, and 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 just you know very very like you know I won't say introverted, but get him going. What a great guy.
1: Well, he did the right thing. So he came in yeah. um, on a short term contract to teach math. Yep, and he would eat lunch where we would eat lunch, and. Yep. As you know, you and I would talk about this hockey pool for yeah. an hour, yeah, and most people would leave, but Nick would always stick around.
0: Well, and we found out that he had at this time too. We found out that he was in another That's pool, right. and we wanted to learn a little bit about how that was set up.
1: So, unbeknownst to Nick, yeah. when he would leave, yeah. you and I would kind of like, hmm, this guy might be a good replacement if we need, yeah, if we need be.
0: After we talked about how ugly he was.
1: Well, that part I'm not going to deny or confirm. Okay. So so Nick worked with us for a short period of time. Yeah. It was clear that he knew hockey pools, which but, wasn't a good thing. No, but then he got a call up. He, he, got, the he call got the call. Up.
0: He got the call, and he got the call because another person that worked with us um, uh, had to get kicked out. He's, yeah, he's so one, I,
1: of, one of the three. Have we kicked out three? Well, official ban is two. Like, locked out. So Richard was locked out, and him said was locked out. Yeah. But Richard was the only one we didn't. Well,
0: Stanley Cups is locked out. Yes. So we've locked out three, dude.
1: So, oh, yeah, because I did kick him out three. You're right. So um, so when Rich was banned, uh, and I think it was in November.
0: You had to make the call.
1: Yeah. Or did you do it through text? I just, I locked him out, and then I texted him and said, sorry, you don't check the pool, you're out. You can't That's get right. in the pool anymore, you're done. Yeah. So he texted back apologizing, but I never, and, that, and, and then, then I've never actually texted with him again. No, that and then the and the then Nick and a Box was born. Nick and a Box was born, um, and he's he's done great. And I think there's some story, some connection between him and Warham. Really, I think, and I'm not even sure they knew they were in the pool together or something. They were at a mutual dinner party that their wives had brought them to, and I don't know if they knew beforehand or they realized it at the dinner. That they were both in the. Luxembourg I am wondering
0: area. if Warren was trying to do behind the scenes angling to get him in and to sabotage Richard. I'm throwing it out there as a possibility if that story is true.
1: I think that's some investigative journalism. Maybe Tony can do.
0: Yes. Ross,
1: uh, I need to talk about Aiden for a second. Um, he actually, him and I were trying to make a trade a few years ago, and he actually said give me a few minutes. I'm just covering a murder trial right now. <laughs> he was in court and he would leave court when they had breaks and he would text me a counter offer or something. So that is, I have so much respect for Aiden Helmer for doing that.
0: Yeah. And, and then it, we could probably go through the list and How, how many times, uh, were we checking a pro when their children, our children were being born? We could probably do a poll on that one and we wouldn't want to know the results.
1: I can categorically say I've n- I I never get no. that. Let's go on to Mike. We don't need to talk about this. Yeah. Again, in case I'm listening to it in the car, Mike. Um, okay, so Mike Hughes. Mike, Mike Hughes been, brings us full circle back to Kemphil. Yeah, and, and this is and this
0: is a, actually a great story and a wonderful addition to the pool because um, Mike is a. I won't say uh, he's not a softer Rusty, but he's got that you know um, obsessiveness with the pool that all of us have.
1: Yes, and and he he caught the bug immediately.
0: He immediate,
1: which he was great. infected. So, it's like uh, a zombie flu. What's crazy is, so Mike was amongst the friend group in high school. So he's my age and Gump's age and Doug's age, a year older than Rodka, yeah. two years older than Aiden, and so on. Um, <laughs> so, but he, he moved out west with a couple other buddies in 1993 or 1994. Yeah. Um, kept in touch as best as we could. But, but really, unlike a former manager, he didn't come back. That's right. And and the other thing is, we um, we kept contact, but not really. Yeah. The, the way you do you can go seven, eight, nine years without right. ever hearing from a friend, but you still think you, you've seen them just a he's couple a, years ago. I so that think was a,
0: Mike. I think of Mike as, as a guy that said, yeah, 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 message me on Facebook, even though I don't have Facebook. That's what yep. I say to people, Message, find me on Facebook, message me on Facebook. You probably said that to Mike a whole bunch of times.
1: Absolutely. And you don't even have Facebook. But then <laughs> an opportunity opens up yeah. to bring him into the pool.
0: This was a good opportunity. Can you explain the opportunity on how this opened up that got Mike uh,
1: uh, into... Uh, Into this pool. Well, I'm going to tell you. So I saw him in 2010 at the Vancouver Olympics. That was the last time I saw him. Yep. And then there was was a uh, school reunion of our friend group um, that was going to take place. And so through there, I heard from a few friends. Mm -hmm. And I'd heard from Mike. Mike wanted to know if I was going. And we needed... uh, I didn't go, by the way. But we needed a manager. Yep. And I thought, well, Mike would be a great addition. He loves the Canucks. Mm -hmm. He's in tune with hockey. So um, I asked him if he wanted to join. And then... I, honestly, and now we text almost every day. It's like a great reconnection with a buddy that, that the Luke helped happen. Now, Mike and Doug were really good friends in high school. Okay. They were great volleyball players. Yeah. I remember one time they both got, the uh, you know, like the Ed Robertson early 90s haircut oh, from the Bear Yeah, Nicolace. the, the totally the
0: bald fade.
1: Like the, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So they both showed up one day with that, which was...
0: Bowlby should actually get that back. I don't know. I, I
1: actually saw him a few weeks ago and he has it. He has, really? Yep. Excellent. I think he, him and Mike should do that again. Yeah, they should do that. So um, he took Sullivan's place, about Brian right? Wilson. Yeah, he took Sullivan's place. He yeah. took Sullivan. So if Sullivan wants to come back, then I'll just kick him out, right?
0: I think that's how it works. Yeah, that'll yeah, work. That's how it works. And that's I won't really miss him at all. So the anyway. pool
1: started in Kempville. Yeah. Well, it started in, in at Western University. With Kempville. With, with, with Kempville Roots. Yep. Retour- our most recent manager. Is a, Kemp, a Kempvillian. Kempvillian, yeah. And, and, and that's our six degrees of how this league gets together. And you know what? Yeah. It is a great... Stress relief for us all, isn't it?
0: It is. You I know, love it. I, I love. I love the pool. I love. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm temporarily um, at the bottom, um, it still brings me a lot of joy, uh, and a lot of good memories and a lot of good laughs. Um, on that note, uh, episode forty-six. What is? I forget what actually what we said we were going to do.
1: So do I. But it did sound interesting. It did. So we're going to listen to this. We're going to pause it. Yep. Jot it down in our notes. Yeah. And then
0: that's what we'll do next week. There you have it, folks. That was episode uh, 45, Six Degrees of the Lug. As always, let us know if there's a topic um, or a misconnection, a topic that you want us to deal with on the podcast or a misconnection. Or if you want to be on. Or if you want to be on, even better. Give us a call. Um, Text us. We'll make it happen. See you, boys.